Recording. Welcome to the Measure of Men. We got another episode today with my buddy Adam Dorset here. <sighs> Boom! All right, and guys, we're gonna do another podcast for the Measure of Men show with Ricky's Not Cool. It's Rick's Not Cool. I grew up. I grew out of that phase of my life. Well, you take it from here, bud. What do you want to talk about today? Because I know you didn't cover some stuff last time. Yeah, we were all over the place last time. Well, um, I'm, I'm fucking sidetracked, Jack, so make sure you keep me in check, bud. It was um very interesting. Last time we had you on, you were kind of talking about how we're going to, or how you were going to adjust. We were getting past the whole adjust um, adjustment phase and talking about what it's like during that with the quarantine, and you were explaining how it's still really... Um, like sporadic and a lot of shit going on all at the same time still, even though everybody's locked in place, which I get. But so with that being said, how's everything been since then? How's, how's, how's recouping? Um, how's like, uh, how's life been so far? Well, there's still a lot of anxiety. There's still a lot of like, like I was telling Mondo earlier, like, there's still that unnerving feeling of going back because I'm still on probation. So it's like, I'm constantly like, oh, fuck, am I doing something wrong? Am I supposed to be here? But it's not as bad. You know what I mean? It's better and better. I'm enjoying more stuff. Like I was telling him, it was. it's not like I put it in the sexual equations. Like you're finally getting ready to get laid. But then when you get right there, womp, womp, womp. It's kind of the same way. It's not like it was just grand thing and everything just washed away and you're free. Like you see on the fucking movies, it's like, you know, a little bit more of an adjustment, you know, a lot of, you know, anxiety and irritability kind of like, that's why I don't really care about this whole COVID shit. You know? Yeah. Please stay away from me and wash your fucking body. Thank, thank you. You know what I mean? So I'm not tripping about that. You know I was I mean? really thinking it was going to be like Shawshank redemption for you. Like you had a map already with you and you were going to go check out some, some space somebody left like a little treasure you know a little cash spot for you well, that's cool. what i was waiting for but that didn't happen so i guess we're both kind of vessel well every time i think of different. shawshank redemption i think of that dude getting raped and i'm like mm, nope oh where he's defending himself and <laughs> he didn't really defend himself getting yeah he was a, that was um adjusting to prison life <laughs> well adjusting to prison life wasn't that rough for me you know what dude. i mean it is what it is you know what i mean shit happens you take care of it you move on you know what i mean you live with a bunch of people shit you can people are gonna get on each other's nerves you know what i mean just i wasn't more worried about you know just into that and the politics you're more just like adjusting the fact like fuck i gotta be here for what you know what i mean it's like damn you know what i mean like fuck (laughs) you know you're just more of a you're dealing with your bullshit than other people's i don't mind fucking telling people what's up you know what i mean it's all about if anything you learn how to communicate more with people you know what i mean like because that's the problem with anything not just Mm -hmm. in there and in life it's communication you know you gotta learn how to use your words whether you get over your bullshit and just say hey look blah and then it's over and done with don't sit there and uh, you know, so if anything, you just learn how to communicate a little bit better. I mean, unless you want to fight all the time. <laughs> I was going to say you were explaining a lot during the single needle um, ink session. Um, 
you know, as you were putting it together, or the stories that you were kind of going about talking about, you know, how you you hide stuff, you know, as like you you were putting the majority of things that you were going to make this um, tattoo happen with was all inside a fucking deodorant case for one. And then um, you you just there's stories behind everything you were explaining. So the coil, you know, um, melting the coil so it's straight. I, I mean, like there is, you know, and I was like, um, like trying yeah. to f- film and listen to you talk. And I, I kept having to always like hit the fucking record button so I can go back and listen to this story and see how much of it I can get. And so I thought it was pretty cool. I just touched my face. My bad. I apologize. I did wash my hands. It's your face. I'm not six feet it. away. I just got, you know, checked, proked and prodded by a doctor. I'm COVID free. We're socially distanced. You know what I mean? We're mutually agreeing to be here. I don't care. Touch your face. I touch my face. <laughs> Sometimes I touch my face. So I'm waiting on May 1st. They're supposed to reopen, open the floodgates of of public society. Back so are we to switching from some sort of norm? Are we switching topics? I, I think we sidetracked? are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or unless you want to keep going with. Um, I'm along for the ride. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm here for you. You want to keep talking about. That's what I thought. I was it's like, up well. to you, bud. It was. I mean, well, I wanted to say I appreciate the work. And it's just like I keep looking at it right now. It's all it's a little ashed out. But I I look at the public. it. I don't think a lot of people know that you got a, a prison tattoo. Um, you know, definitely not. short. You, know, you definitely got a, a good version of that. <laughs> yeah, I got like one of the most. You have to get it the real way, thankfully. <laughs> so that's after like years of practicing with a single needle in that way that you were able to get it that clean. Well, yeah, I don't like a lot of the people like I see right now on Instagram too, and the you know the hip the hipster fucking aspect of the little subcultures and the trends of tattooing. You know, they're they're trying they're trying to make. Like they're dumbing down their their talents and their qualities to mm-hmm. do these little single needle, super peppery, you know, tattoos and you know and drawing them a certain way. And the whole in there, nobody wanted that. Yeah, they wanted it as smooth as freaking possible. You know what I mean? They wanted the best dude. They didn't care. I mean, there's a lot of the people that just wanted to get covered and they didn't give a fuck how, you know what I mean, whatever. But that didn't fuck with them people. So that's why I just, I'm, I'm looking at online and I'm just like, why are they? I mean, it looks cool. You know what I mean? Like, it looks cool. They're mm-hmm. getting the effect and no, you know, nothing saying to me, but it's just shocking going from that to, you know, looking at that and going like, wait, in there, you know what I mean? Especially the, a lot of dudes that have been doing a lot of, lot longer than i had or and done longer aren't gonna do more yeah they did everything they could to make it as smooth as possible you know what i mean going in there going back in there layering up just like a watercolor so i'm just kind of like a little you know taken back at it yeah okay well whatever you know what i mean and you know and like i'd get comments on that one after we put that video up people are like oh damn that's fucking smooth that's fucking crazy i'm like yeah you can make it smooth single needle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you know, it just takes more work. How you do it, you know what I mean? Like I could have slowed it down and you know shoved the needle out a little bit but more the idea and not that... used any water or anything and just boop. You so know, but it's like a hipster effect right now. 
Um, I wouldn't say, you know, not like, you know, shaming anybody or anything, uh-huh. but, you know, like we were talking with earlier with Mondo, like there's, you know, and my buddy Zach, there's, you know, certain, you know, you know, aspects of tattooing in the tattoo world where there's, you know, trends and things are popular and there's that crowd, you know what I mean? That's, you know, you know, whether they have a lot of followers or they work at certain shops and whatever, you know what I mean? Where it's just the cool kids crowd, just like, you know, where you get in that body art, you know, and that, and that's what's popular at that point is that certain tattooing. And I don't get caught up in that. You know what I mean? I, I do me, you know what I mean? And, uh, but yeah, it's just, it was weird. It, it, I've been so far removed from social media and people's opinions and shit like that. So when I started seeing that stuff online, I was like, what the fuck? That's why, you know, you know how you can make a smooth, you know what I mean? They didn't like it peppery in there. They didn't like it super light. You yeah. know, they wanted it, you know, darker gradations and real smooth. Something that's going to last and look good forever. Not something light and peppery that's gonna fucking wash away in a couple summers, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever, you know. Hey, but people are making the money, fuck it, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get some of that, you know what I mean? Hopefully, these fucking vaccine will show up and people will get some common sense and get back to work, you know. <laughs> are you looking forward to getting back to work out here then? As far as tattooing, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm all about fucking being in tight tattoo shops and going to conventions and guest spots. I'm that's me. It's in my blood, like we were talking about before with my, you know, with my great uncle being a tattooer his whole life and me getting his equipment. That shit runs in my blood. I've been in tattoo shops since I was a fucking kid. You know what I mean? So you know, so yeah, absolutely. You know, not full-time grinding, you know, being a street shop guy, you know, just sitting there fucking twiddling my thumbs, waiting for someone to walk in with their dumb idea. No, absolutely not on that level. But, yeah, I'm definitely, you know, there's a lot of people out there that want to get tattooed, too, and I want to tattoo them. So, yeah, you know, hopefully we'll open this shit back up. Are you already getting booked out for appointments and shit, then? I'm not letting myself, no. No. I don't want that, you know what I mean? Like, just take it as it comes you know what i mean like you know like i said i still got that fire crew thing i'm doing so i have to you know and that's gearing up now i got a bunch of classes to do i've been breaking my boots in this morning and doing some rucking up on the hills here around town so you know kind of you know just you know fitting everything around that until you know the season's over and then you know, like I said, I can leave and go and do what I want at that point when, when winter hits. Uh-huh. So I'm just kind of hanging out, keeping things loose, you know, just living. So wintertime, wintertime is when you're, you got a little more freedom under your belt at that point. Yeah, I'll definitely be able to, I feel like, you know, be able to relax a little bit. Yeah. You know, and not have to, you know, not that I'm worried about doing any, you know, I'm trying not to be worried about doing anything stupid or going back, but it's like I said, it's unnerving, you know, being on probation. You got that twitch? Like, oh, I feel like my old life patterns are surfacing or some shit. No. You would hope not, but. No, like, I don't get, like, like, it feels like I've been sober for eons now. So, like, when I'm in a store and I see a bottle of Jack Daniels Uh or something, I'm like, ooh, my ears get all warm and shit because I made that decision on so many levels that I'm done. Yeah. I'm I'm good. You know what I mean? Like 
you know, I've had a couple. So it doesn't hit you the same when you go and you see it though. Yeah, no, some like it hit me a little more like when you see certain commercials and shit like that, and you, you're just like you get that. Oh well, maybe I could, you know, nope. Because I, like I said, you know, with anything I do, I'm either on or off, and I've uh-huh. proven time and time and time again that I can't. You know what I mean? Like I can't have a fucking beer or half a beer to dinner like some other people can. They're just I'm wired different. Mm-hmm. No fault of my own. I know. I just have to recognize that. You know what I mean? I've I've talked to certain people that have that same kind of tendency where they can't give themselves one ounce of leniency because then they'll just go full fucking. It's anything, head, anything I do, like first. with my workouts, like I do the fucking hardest possible shit, and it's not just you know because it's a good physical workout, but it's also because it's a mental workout too. My drawings, whatever I do, you know what I mean? It's like I'm on or off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I'm going to cook a steak, it's probably going to be a big-ass fucking steak, and I'm going to research how to marinate it. So the same with drinking, you know what I mean? It's just before I wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. Now I am. Yeah, yeah. So that that's good to hear. You know, I mean, you just get caught up in patterns and habits and addictions and you just keep going with it and looking for that, you know, solution, you know, and once you realize that that's not the solution, that's the fucking problem, you know, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's easy enough. Right, know? right. I mean, obviously it's a little more work. I'm grazing over a lot of that. There's probably a lot of super sober people out there right now are like, ah, uh, you know, I try not to feed the beast too much. I know my triggers. I know, you know, what's up, you know, hopefully... You know, when things open back up, you know, you know, I can fucking, you know, hit that that click, you know, hit some meetings and be involved in a church and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, keep yourself going in this direction. But well, even yeah, more I mean, so. yeah, it's a it's a constant checks and balance. You this, know what I mean? I'm not gonna let ego get involved and f- shoot myself in the fucking foot again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like a 180 with more strength than you're about to lead yourself in this direction. Yeah, that's pretty rad. And then you um want to continue to develop that's pretty dope i mean so i admired your art i noticed you know like you said you just kind of go full in for everything how how did that come about like were you just a kid was somebody like instructing you how to draw you like you better finish this full fucking drawing before you no the drawing just clicked because you said you worked in a tattoo or you you grew up in a tattoo shop the drawing thing just i've always been drawing you know what i mean and it just Mm -hmm. progressed i never just not drawn i've always drawn or building something so that's just always been there that's you know what i mean in my blood i guess i don't know and that's like that part of me like i said just being all in on something and you know what i mean like before i said you know like i feed off of people's doubt and 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 their hater you know shit like you tell me i can't do something all right right bet you know what i mean bet That'll and I don't even too. care if I'm into that or like it. I'm right. gonna do it just because fuck you. You know what I mean? Like you said well, on the drums, you're like, I told you I wanted to play that certain fucking song. You're like, oh, what? Yep. You're like, you're gonna learn to what? And I'm like, all right, okay. That's just the way I operate. And I use that, but now I use that more in a positive way before when I be like, oh fuck the show him. Fucking, I just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm just like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? And I just, and I do it. You know what I mean? Like, all right, cool. You know, now it's more of like an interest thing, but I still, you know what I mean? Like, certain people, you know, need that. You know what I mean? Like, when they're working out or, 
you know what I mean? Or, like that competition or somebody to kind of like, yeah, they need that like internal, they need that internal struggle and that doubt and that hate to, to an push them forward. Contest. You know what I mean? That, that, you know, some people, some people don't, yeah. you know what I mean? But everybody I know that's, you know, on a different level, they've got some shit going on in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, they got something to fucking prove. You know, I just use that more towards being a better person now and everything else falls into place because if you don't have that, you know, that, that center, whether it's, you know, your sobriety or spirituality or religion or your family, then everything else is going to go to shit. That's what this podcast is all about. Trying to understand yourself on a different perspective without your pride being in the way with, you know, just kind of on a non-expert level just figuring shit out about each other. I, I mean, on, on this, you know, on this subject as well, just trying to see where you're coming from, where your head's at, because at the same time, I'm learning as well from your perspective and how you also see things now, just simply from you just doing it, you know? Um, like, for example, your sobriety, you had no choice, but you just went through it. Oh, I had a choice. You had a choice. Well, you can absolutely. get anything you want in prison. You, I could have been a total. You told me that I could have been a stories. total. Yeah, I could yeah, have been yeah. a total shot out piece of shit. You know what I mean? In uh-huh. prison, easy. I could have got anything I wanted in there every day, all day. So you, you know yeah, you, but you decided the choice basically. Then going it's back all to, choices. Yeah, 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 and it's still a choice. Like you're not, you're not like withholding yourself from going to the liquor store. I mean, you still have a choice. You know, if you want to get something or not. When I, I admire that i guess because everybody's going through that and i think a lot of people that listen to this are just trying to get somebody else's perspective on kind of the same platform where everybody's just trying to not beat addiction but just kind of understand where people's struggles are coming from i guess well their struggles can also not just be an addiction you know to a substance or anything the struggle could be you know anything everybody has insecurities everybody has you know, you know, you know, issues of abandonment or belonging or acceptance, you know, it's human nature, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You know, so it's just on how you deal with it and who you surround yourself. I unfortunately had to learn the hard way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm glad I did. I'm better for it, you know, you know, I, I, I definitely didn't agree with the amount of time, but I'm better for it, you know what I mean? You know, because I was definitely... You know, like inadvertently now, you're probably going to join the firefighter crew, or now you well, have I already interest am. in something that you didn't. That's think separate, was though. That out. you know, I've always had that that in me to to serve and give back, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's always been there. That just you know that situation and that opportunity just happened to be there, and I took advantage of it. You know, choices. You know what I mean, and that's just something I'm. You know you know, doing, I like doing it. You know what I mean? It's not going to define me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And especially now it's good to have that, all. you know, that, 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 that I guess you can call it a trade to, to fall back on a little bit, especially in this time right now with this COVID thing. Like a lot of these artists are, you know, that don't know how to do anything else. Struggling. You know, a big struggle with artists. They're like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The honey fucking pot just dried up for you, bud. Now what are you going to do? Me? 
Like, you know, I know how to do some shit. You know, I can go, you know, I can work in a fabricating shop. I can go, you know, drop some fucking trees and do some minimal impact suppression tactics for a fucking, you know, a fire. You know what I mean? I can go do a controlled burn. I can, you know, contract my certs out. You know what I mean? Or I can sit at my fucking dining room table and sell some fucking paintings on Instagram. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, and I, I did that before with the pomade and stuff. You know what I mean? You got to kind of, you know, so, you know, take Let, advantage of that. You know what I mean? And just kind of be a little fearless and just say, fuck it and do it and see where it goes and, and just stick it out. I you like know. that. Yeah. The um, fire crew thing, that was just, you know, that just, like I said, it was an opportunity that I, you know, that fell upon me. But you always wanted to serve then. So that's always kind of. Well, yeah. I mean, even before all that happened i was doing stuff in the community with veterans and you know cancer organizations and stuff like that mm -hmm. and and you know when the yarnell you know fire happened going right. to press getting working with the whole fast guys and raising money so i was always trying to be involved in helping everybody around you because you know we're all neighbors you know what i mm -hmm. mean you, gotta, you know so but in prison it was just it was you know, definitely one of the better jobs to have, you know what I mean? If you're going to be there, I mean, if you don't mind a little hard fucking work, you know, for, you know, next to nothing. And, you know, a lot of times getting treated like dog shit, but you know, it's how much, you know, you, you know, beats a, beats a sale. Well, yeah, it beats, you know, chilling on the yard and scrubbing fucking toilets. You know what I mean? You're yeah. doing something righteous and it's just you know it's one of the better jobs to have so you're like well if i'm gonna be here i'm gonna you know make it the best i possibly can and just deal with everything else you know what i mean so and it just happened to you know form into something that i like i think i'm good at i i like the physical part of it you know you know beats me um gotta take a break real quick just because i don't want this to cut off and then we can just kind of go back and We'll well, I don't about, know how to take a break with my fancy phone, so <sighs> you did all the work for me. You, I'm afraid to even touch it. Hold on. Give me five questions. Five questions? Yes. Good questions. Rip the Band-Aid off. Hmm. If anybody's got questions up there, they can post it up if I can read it. All right, so we're back. This is part two or with Adam Dorsett of High Life Pomade. Of formerly um, electric, a former um, owner of Electric Haven Tattoo Barbershop and um, skater extraordinaire. Um, what else? What else did you do? You, you can since you were laying. Um, Damn, I've done pretty much everything. Clear some bush. Like Freaking Dosakis guy. You name it, I've done it. You know what I mean? I used to be the. I used to be the during my apprenticeship at Santa Rosa. I used to work at Marie Calendars, and I would be the dude at the Sunday brunch making your omelet. You'd pick it out and give it to me, and I'd make it do the fancy flips for you. No yeah, shit. Yep, I was that guy. I did room service at a fancy hotel that the in the, at the Flamingo in Santa Rosa. So I had like the three piece suit on with the little towel, and I would deliver everybody's food. It was real bougie, freaking hotel and i'd open their wine and shit i mean i was a houseman i was all coked out putting preparing tables for businessmen in their oh, meetings in those too. rooms and shit you know what i mean but um that's how you got through those days and i 
Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that I, that I'm a barber and that I'm not stuck, um, in a position where, you know, hard drugs are a part of my, my everyday life work routine, especially because that was, that was well, a lot of the barbers I had known in, in the first couple of years of opening electric not Haven, saying I went through a lot of barbers. Not like they're that. worse than fucking tattooers. They're fucking drunk all the fucking time. They're all fucking asshole, fucking smart ass idiots. I like to steal from you. Yeah, no, I had – they were worse than piercers. Are you saying all barbers in general? No, nothing against piercers. I would agree. I know a lot of good piercers, but if you ever worked in a tattoo shop with piercing, man, those guys are a handful. You know what I mean? Drama. Okay. You know what I mean? Drama. Um, I fired 24 people the first year of Electric Haven. And I started to be like, man, am I that hard to fucking work for? Yo, did you include me in that? No. I don't even barely remember you being there. Yeah, I was your second fucking um, barber there that was like, oh, man. And I wish I, I really wish I stayed, though, because then um, I feel like it would have been a different, different um, situation. But I had to go out and learn all kinds of shit. So I, I felt like I came back with a little more under my belt. Enough about me. Back to you. Five questions. Um, what's the most important thing you learned in prison? Ooh, there you go. Uh, shut up, mind your own business, and be polite. You didn't know that before <laughs> prison, motherfucker? I didn't really care before. I was me. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, mean, I was all... always like, like I said before, I gave what I get. You know what I mean? Like, if you were nice, I was nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, in prison, it's kind of like you have to eat a lot of crow. So it's like, you can't. Certain situations give what you get. You gotta be like, all right, you know what I mean? I'm fucking whatever. You know, it's like you're humbling yourself, yeah, kind yeah. of. Oh, man. I definitely get a big slice of fucking humble pie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, just that. Okay, next question. Power round, bing, baby. Bing, 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 Um, What's your favorite thing to tattoo? Owl. Owl? Owl. I mean, everybody knows that. I mean, tradi- like traditional Japanese. Style wise? Style wise. I don't know. It usually comes out when I just start drawing and I don't like get like a certain direction. It usually comes out illustrative, you know, some something quirky. But favorite, like most relaxing thing to draw? Sure. Traditional Americana, you know what I mean? It just comes easy. You know, I, I put a lot more time in my Japanese stuff. You know what I mean? I draw it, redraw it because like I said before, like the people that are doing Japanese, especially now, and my friends that are doing it, are like, fuck. You know what I mean? So I don't want to just, you know, bust something out to bust it out and just like, oh, I did that. Like, I'm going to draw it and draw it and draw it and draw it and redraw it and redraw it and paint it. And half the time, I rip that shit up and throw it away, even after I get done painting it, because I'm just like, ugh. I just, you know what I mean? Damn. such good. I've thrown away a lot of fucking paintings, dude. I trip people out. I'll sit there and draw and paint and I'll get done. And I'll be like, or even halfway through it, if I make a mistake, I'm like, fuck. And I'll draw, I'll rip it up and I'll just start again. I think I have Asperger's straight up because I can't let anything go. I will just sit there until I get it down pat. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I can't, even with the workout or, you know, like taking apart a chainsaw. You just got OCD. You got it. It's like beyond a, that, dude. It's beyond that. Like, 
I straight up need to go get a dual diagnostic from Dr. Phil or some shit, dude. Like, it's annoying, dude. I mean, it's good for, you know, customers and shit like that, but it's annoying. You know, you're trying to relax and watch fucking Ozarks and you keep getting up to fucking do this or that or you're drawing and you don't even fucking realize it. You're like, fuck, it can't relax. Who? All right, question number three. Ready? I mean, that wasn't a good answer, but we'll go with it. Question Probably number not, three. That was a very detailed answer. All right, I guess. Question number three. Who is your favorite tattoo artist? No, I can't do that. What? Man. All right, hold on, hold on. All right, let me rephrase I'll that. Piss let me rephrase that. So many people, if I try and do Who's that. Who's your top three that inspired you to become what you are today? There you go. Top three that oh, inspired you. So not your favorite. The top three that inspired that's you. That's a better to be. question. That's a better question. You're getting better at this. Henry Goldfield in San Francisco. <laughs> that old Goldfield's tattoo on Broadway. Uh, just, um, just, just such grit and fucking. For those listening, explain who, what, who, and what is going on with all that. Why did he inspire you? Who the fuck because that? his work ethic. He uh, did everything by hand. He hand painted all his banners. He made all his needles, needle bars, made all his inks. He painted all his flash. He, you know, he he laid the floors in a shop. Everything was done by him, and it was done fucking perfect, using the best possible thing, and nothing else mattered. Not going to bars, not going home to your girlfriend, not anything. It was that's the way it was done. And if you didn't like it, you got the fuck out, mm-hmm. and you would get someone else in there that would be on the same wavelength. And you didn't sacrifice anything. So, uh, second guy that inspires you in the tattoo world, that's got you motivated to like my buddy push yourself all every fucking day and shit. Kind of. My buddy Tim Hendricks, super fucking same thing. You know what I mean? Just and he's been up and down too with sobriety. So you just see someone pick themselves back up with the bootstraps and keep going and help other people. Just generally. Wanting to help you without wanting anything in return. Oh, God. Um, my buddy Dirk Reuter in Germany. That's your first? No, that's my third. Dirk in, uh, well, you said top three, right? Mm-hmm. I okay. thought you were going with the third one first. No. Oh, I don't care. Whatever. However you want to go. Ask backwards. I don't care. Okay. Um, him, too. Same thing. You know, just, you know, just uncanny fucking work ethic. Just. Up till fucking three in the morning, getting ready for the appointment the next day, just constantly pushing himself, making, and he makes machines too. Just whatever's going to make the best machine. You know what I mean? Whatever's going to put the best tattoo on. That's it. That's just tunnel vision on what he's doing. You know what I mean? There's no just like, I'm a tattooer. You know what I mean? And that's like their label. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, you know, like, yay. And then they go and do whatever else. Like, no, he's a fucking tattooer. That's all he does. Eat, sleep, shit, fucking tattoo. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, nothing else. You know what I mean? He doesn't, you know, not like me where I feel like I got my foot, you know, getting wet and other things like with fire stuff. You know, that's kind of working, like I said, it's working out to my favor right now with all the COVID shit. But, that's it. You know what I mean? It's, you know, they, they, they just so focused on being the best possible tattooer or machine builder, you know, that they can possibly be. And you just, you watch that. You work with these people and you grow up with these people and you're just like, God damn. You know what I mean? And you're just like, all right, okay. You know what I mean? And then, cause you also have the other side of tattooing. 
where people are just, you know, you know, that's it. That's just something to make money. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, you got a lot of outside investors that don't have any business in it, whatever. You know what I mean? Is there anything you would say if there were people who were like that listening? Like, like any what? kind of advice you would give somebody like that's trying just, to tattoo? Well, they're in tattooing just for tattooing. Is there any kind of advice that you would give them? Fucking work your ass off. Don't think about anything else. Don't, you know. To get their head out of that mind frame. You like, know, oh, I'm a tattooer because I'm a tattooer. Don't. Don't get caught up in your fucking, uh, your ego. Don't get caught up in going out and, you know, all that shit. Just focus on your craft and that's it. Nothing else. Don't let, ta- don't let shit get to your head. You know, don't, you know, don't let people tell you how fucking cool you are because you're not. You know what I mean? Don't, you know, I don't care how much money you got in your fucking pocket or who's inviting you to what show. Just grind. You know, surround yourself with good people and just grind. You know what I mean? Like you said, you get drawn, draw that thing 12 more fucking times. Mm-hmm. Paint it 12 more fucking times. Don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't paint anything else other than what I'm doing, like owls. You know what I mean? Like, see those Japanese artists, those horries. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They grind sumi all day and they fucking draw dragons and onis. They don't do anything else. You know what I mean? They don't have anything else going on. You don't see them hanging out in bars. You don't see them playing on their fucking phone all day. You know what I mean? They're doing that. That's it. You know what I mean? Just grind. You know what I mean? And everything else will fall into place. I feel like that was kind of leading up to my my fourth question. And that could be for anything. That could be for bar. That's what I was going to say is like, what do you want to leave people with? That could be for sign painting. Uh That could be for building machines or cars. That could be for anything else. You know what I mean? Metal working, woodworking. That's what I was going to ask. You know, it's just not, you know, that that type of mentality and work ethic is, you know, you can be applied to anything. Don't. Have any other outside influence, and like I said, surround your people, surround yourself with like-minded people. You know what I mean? Someone that's going to push you to be better. Yeah, we've def- definitely mentioned that on the podcast a few times. Just understanding our awareness of the kind of people that we want in our lives and the kind of situation that we want to see ourselves in, be a part of, you know, grow and work towards daily. And that's um, that's been like you know the main go, especially of this. Like I said, just picking people apart, getting their perspective um, without really judging or criticizing or, you know, making someone feel. No one likes to be fucking judged. I'm not going to. You got to judge yourself before you judge anybody else. And the same with criticizing. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Keep your mouth shut. You know what I mean? Who are you? You know what I mean? Right. What is something you want to leave the people with then? Who? To say question number five. Um, Here? All the people oh. listening, all your friends. Um, number question four was: you want to be inspired by like-minded people, and this is the well, kind no, of energy I, you want to give off. But what do you want to tell people? What's what's the last thing you want people to know about you? How's that? Fuck, I don't know, but that's. But a, you asked. You asked, motherfucker. You're what like, do I, that's like. Give like, me some deep questions. That could change next year. I don't fucking know. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I could be like, I want you to, I want to be known for fucking male model. I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I just want to be known for being a good dude. And a male I mean, model. 
You know, well, if that happens, it's cool. I'm not going to say no to a fucking Calvin Klein fucking, you know, offer or bands. What's up? You know what I mean? You fucking comb this thing up a little bit. You know what's funny is um, you were hashtagging on your letters, I'm not your hero. Before. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, I was, I always saw that and I was like, it's it's weird because you're, I know you were doing time, you fucked up or whatever. But I was, I felt like I still wanted to do some justice and I had a gut feeling to just stay and, you know, um, support myself and just learn more about how a shop is ran when, you know, or not ran. That's a very good one. Shit hits the fan because that's exactly. That's the only way you're going to learn is when you see something done the wrong way. If If you're always around something that's done the right way, you kind of coddled and you don't really fucking know and freak out when something does go bad so you want to kind of you know definitely spread your wings and fall on your face a little bit you know <laughs> i think that's what like you know um three or four out of these um six and a half seven years i've been here have been like me understanding learning and going through this barbershop's hardships as the changes happen because you know and i fucking know this place could have fucking just went deep deep under and no one would have ever heard of this fucking place ever again it was very possible i feel like and, oh yeah uh, there was definitely some times and that was rough for me like not being no, able to have my hands involved in it you know what i mean especially when you got a bunch of fucking turds in the past working for you that are just i don't want to get too far into that right you know what i mean so yeah there, you know you know there's some dark times but that's what you know makes a shop a shop is when you can just come in the next day and dust off and keep going. But some shit's out of your power. Like what the city did with us on our old location with rezoning us. That's the reason why we're yeah, in, yeah. in this location. Cause we got rezoned. That's the reason why I can't tattoo here. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why it's only a barbershop is cause the city, the city pulled their little fucking trickery. Mm-hmm. So certain shit is out of your fucking thing. And that's another slice of humble pie that other people in this industry don't realize you're not liked. You're a fucking bottom of the barrel when it comes to the fucking city and politics. You're, yeah, you're, you're very judged. And you're that's the way I was taught. Like a piece of shit. That's kinda. the way I was taught in my tattooing when I started, you know, started tattooing. Like, look, you got to remember, no one likes you. Boyfriends don't like you. Husbands don't like you. Wives don't like you. The city councilman doesn't like you. The fire department doesn't like you. The police don't like you. You're just a guy in a room fucking tattooing. So when you come up, to the shop, you better have clean pants on, you better comb your fucking hair, and you better learn how to talk to people because they're going to be constantly judging you. So how do you want to be recognized mm-hmm. when you walk around in public? When someone sees you in the store, do you want them to be like, oh, hey, how are you? Or do you want to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you're the dude in the tattoo shop. Now it's different, you know, with all the TV yeah, shows and people being sponsored uh-huh. and all this shit, you know, and, you know, so it's a little bit different, but still there. Like with this, you know what I mean? It's hey, like I, we don't want them there, and that's it. Take, you're gone. David, and that's a big fucking shot of humble pie. If you don't got a little grit underneath you, I think David Beckham fucking, you can, you know, is a good example. And I think he just got all fucking inked up within the past five, six years too. Yeah, that's cool. That soccer. I dude. wish I would have done some of them. Fucking right. What's up, David? Give me a call. Shout out to David Beckham. Yeah, I'll, but I'll fix some of that shit. <laughs> it's all it looks like it's all light work too like you were saying that fucking pepper shit anyways i thought it's been pretty good dude um it was a good podcast it was good talking good getting to 
understand a little more perspective on shit. Man, I fucking had something I was going to tell you. Let it out. Let it out. You distracted me from your your continuous talk. Yeah, I babble on. Fucking rant. I, I know I have a bad problem with interrupting people. Adam the Ranter. No, it's all good. I appreciate, you know, just listening. Oh, that's what I was going to say was um, you're not a hero, but I think well, the, reason the hardship. Well, put that down there. Hold on, Mr. Ranter, goddammit. I just wanted to say that I think me being here and sticking it out while you're in there and then writing ever so often, I think just I was just going to say help strengthen my my position here and how I felt about the things that were going on at the time. Like if it wasn't for that, I probably would have felt more estranged or more alienated in this shop because I'm already a lone duck as it is. Like I like to do shit. Excuse me. I like to do shit, which, you know, people are drawn to that, you know, aspect of me. Like I cut hair. So um, people are drawn to that or I play drums. So, you know, there's and so forth. But that's all I'm saying. That's all I wanted to say. And I, well, I you appreciate off. the letters. You know what I mean? But no, you're not a lone duck. You know what I mean? You can't get too wrapped up in your head and feel like you're. No, and you it's know? not a bad thing. But the reason why I hashtag I'm not your hero is like what we were talking about before, because you get all these people, especially when you get, you know, so-called success or um, notoriety or people finally start looking at you, whether it's good or bad, people start you know, shooting comments and want yeah. to make you feel included. And that gets to your head, you know, and I, so I put that out there for two reasons. I'm not your hero. Like I realize that, you know, I'm not better than you. And you know what I mean? And I'm not, you know, this or that. And to let you know, like, man, you can't get me stuck on your shit. Cause your shit don't fucking smell like roses. Right. You know what I mean? Any minute you can be fucking, you know, snuffed out, whether it's work wise, life wise, freedom wise, you know what I mean? COVID wise, it's fragile right now, dude. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, like, you know what I mean? They either love me or fucking hate me. And if they hate me, it's probably because they don't fucking know me or because I told them the truth, which you know me by now. You ask me a question, I'm going to fucking tell you. And like I said, I find that as a respectful thing because if I didn't like you, I'd lie to you. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And if I didn't like you, I also wouldn't really talk to you. You know what I mean? So if I told you some shit, you probably fucking, you know, you know, unpack it a little bit instead of being oh, stuck on your fucking shit. You know what I mean? Get over it. You know what I mean? People should hear the truth more often, especially in this day and age anyway. Too many people are fucking coddled and they freak the fuck out when they fucking get some hardship or people tell them what's up. You know what I mean? If you just shut up, listen and go, okay, I suck. What do I got to do? You know what I mean? That's totally a sacred rule in this barbershop is be honest, be blunt, and be aware of the fact that a conversation to a degree, is going to travel across chairs and public shit. public you are serving. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get Twitter banned or fucking, you know, some other crazy shit. You know, nowadays people are all fucking, you know, social justice fucking warriors. Pardon my language. You know, everybody wants to be a victim type bullshit. You know, that's what it is. You have anything else you want to say? That was all the five I'm questions. I'm hungry. I want, to go, I want to go eat some sushi. Today's sushi night. And we go round two on the trampoline. Trampoline. I'm doing just fucking, I'm saying yes to everything. My nieces want me to jump on a trampoline and make dumb videos. Let's do it. That's fucking You know what I mean? Let's fucking do it. You know what I mean? You want to paint my fucking face and my nails 
or go, you know, help clean a pig or something. Let's do it. I don't care. You know what I mean? You want to drink some weird shit? Let's do it. You know what I mean? So that's the my point. shit's all over the place. That's why I yeah. kind of like this new Instagram story because you know you can just be yourself. You can be a dork. You know what I mean? A lot of people have their like image. You know what I mean? Whatever. You know what I mean? Life's too short to be all fucking stuck on your image and whatever else can fucking you know make you feel good at night. So I'm gonna go dork out and eat some sushi. Sushi is bomb, dude. You don't yeah. gotta. I don't know, man. Nerding out is the new cool thing to do. So what? nerding out is the new cool thing to do. I didn't realize I was nervous the whole time, being so fascinated with fucking Star Wars and fucking reading history and politics. You yeah, know I mean? should have told you. I should have told you in those letters. Be like, bro, guess what? You're a fucking big nerd right now with all these Star Wars tattoo things. But they're so well liked and appreciated. I mean, Star Wars is classic, but I, I, you know it's weird how that applies something... to fucking life. Look, you know dude, I mean? when you started drawing this shit, let me just say this: I remember what ten years when I remember you had the owls up, right? Um, this was before the whole Star Wars fascination. I started doing that shit as a joke because of the freaking trends in tattooing. Well, it's hilarious, but okay. And here's and another thing: stuck. No, and then it grew. And then Star Wars got big, and then like your your paintings kind of fell in your drawings and paintings fell in place with it, right? But I thought it was crazy. Just to, I want to point this out: you did um, Princess Leia before she passed away, and you um, made her as like a, a as Mary, as yeah, Virgin Mary, Virgin Day Empire, Virgin Day Empire. I I just thought that was really weird because we we got that shirt. Like I pre predicted it. Well, foreshadow, whatever the fuck you call it. I don't know, dude. I might have that curse on me, you know what I mean? Maybe I could pre-predict getting a fucking girlfriend. Maybe I should draw a fucking hot fucking... <laughs> is, that, is that my secret to success? Just start drawing and painting what I want? All right, cool. It's a vision like, board. You got to draw, draw your own vision I'm board. I'm going to fucking paint a Ford Raptor with custom suspension then. All right. Let's, fucking, let's get out of here. I got some painting to do. All right. He's got sushi, trampoline shit to do. I appreciate you coming on, dude, and doing right, guys. this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. One more again with this. Thanks for tuning off? in. I'll show you in a second. Uh, and we're out. Deuces.